Do you guys, are you on TikTok? And there's a song on TikTok that's like this soundbite that's like, today's gonna be a good day. It's been around for a while and I'm late to the game. Okay, friends, but I hope you have a good day. Good day. I need Micah here to help harmonize that. All right, time to shout some worth and shift some narratives for people with Down syndrome. Today I get to chat with the lovely mother-daughter duo that is Nancy and Gigi Gianni from Gigi's Playhouse. I'm so excited to jump into this conversation all about Gigi's Playhouse, parenthood, so much more. Um, We get a brief minute with our sweet Gigi. We get to hear from her, Gigi in the flesh, and then Nancy and I have a really great, beautiful conversation. She spills her heart and it just blessed me to my core. I think it will you too. So stick around and welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. Before we get started, we're going to read a review from one of you incredible listeners. This is from Danny G45678, who says, as a new mom to the lucky few, I've already been blessed by the wisdom these women bring to our community. They discuss a wide variety of topics and they have helped me to begin thinking about the questions that I will come to address at some point in my child's life, which I really appreciate. Danny, thank you so much for leaving that comment. Congratulations on your baby. And we're so grateful that you're a part of our community and listener. Don't forget to review the show on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And then we can read it aloud next week. We love hearing these and we really appreciate your support. All right, friends, today we are here with Nancy and Gigi Gianni. We have them on the podcast, the one and only And actually, we have had Nancy on before, all the way back in March of 2020, which we recorded a few weeks before that. So way before, not way before, but before the land of COVID, right? So that was episode 59. Head back to episode 59, luckyfewpodcast.com, and you can listen to that or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then we talked about in the episode, Finding Community out of Gigi's Playhouse. Um, We're excited to welcome her back. And this time we have her daughter and inspiration, Gigi, with us as well. So both of the ladies, that's right. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show, Nancy and Gigi. Oh my gosh, so awesome to be here. Did you hear her? She was like, um, the Gigi. I'm I'm sorry, yes, yes. (laughs) The the one and only Gigi is in the house on the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Okay, Gigi, let's start with you. Can you tell me and our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I'm, I'm 20 years old. I have a I have a boyfriend. Then mm-hmm. um, my my favorite hobbies is singing, dancing, and coloring. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And there's this whole national, actually international mm-hmm. thing called Gigi's Playhouse, which you inspired. This is kind of a mm-hmm. big out there question, and we'll talk a lot about this. But t- can you tell me a little bit about what Gigi's Playhouse means to you? It means it means that I have Generation G mm-hmm. about, about, about them, and it makes me happy. I work hard every time. I work every time with my mom mm-hmm. and my brother. Yep. Okay. You, your mom, and your brother, and are you the boss or is your mom the boss? Or should we not talk about it? 
My mom is the boss. Okay. Mom's the boss for now. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> for now. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Can we know your boyfriend's name? Is this allowed on the podcast? Well, I have a picture of him. Okay. It's, I get to see uh, this. Listeners, if you could only see. It's Sam. That's Sam. There he Sam. is. Sam awesome. is in the house. <laughs> How did you and Sam meet? Um, his mom helped us at our first playhouse. She was one of the founding board Whoa. members of our first playhouse. So they've known each other a very long time, Heather. Very cool. And is Sam the same age as you? About the same? Okay. So right, right in the same age. That's awesome. Like to How long... say she's dating an older man. Well, technically it's true. Yes, yeah. this is true. Um, Gigi, how long has Sam been your boyfriend? Uh, four years. Cool. Very cool. He seems like a very nice young man. Yes. And I'm glad you have each other. Yeah. We were putting up and then, and then, and then we back together now. They're cool. breaking up and now they're back together. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, it happens. Those ups and downs of a relationship, right? That's true. Yeah. That's yes. right. You figure that out when you're your age. So totally. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for sharing that about Sam. Okay. I'm going to move on to your mom and have her introduce herself mm. a little bit too. All right. So you just finished your workout. You can get out of here and go shower. Okay. The showers. Right. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> Gigi, for joining Bye, us. Heather. Bye babe. Yes. Part of our back to school routine and actually everything that she does really has to do with her schedule and her workouts and and getting everything in. You know, it's so funny because you talk about your back to school and people think about shopping. And I, I think about how do I best prepare her yeah. to be out all, you know, eight hours and be up on her feet and then be running around, then be ready to come home and work and, and have a workout and do everything else. So I love just really um, empowering her with her own schedule and, and knowing that she has to feed her body right, work out, to be successful in life. So I was, I'm so proud of her that, that she does all of this. So I love it. And yes. And then she has to get 10,000 steps too. So you'll get, okay. She'll especially, get downtown. especially downtown. Okay. <laughs> I follow up to that. Um, we're just going to jump all over the place. So back to, you're saying back to school. What is her, is she going into a grade? What is she doing for school? When you say back to school, she is in um, the transition program at school. She just okay. turned 20. So she's in the transition program, but she, so she works while she's there, but she also works at Gigi's. Mm-hmm. So she'll do two days at Gigi's and then three days we do at the program. And then on the weekends, obviously she travels with me too. So cool. we try to get her to school at least three days a week, but we travel a lot during, um, during the school year. So, yeah. and they understand that that's her job. They right. understand she loves to write about it. She writes in her journals about it. Then she writes paragraphs so that when she goes to school, she could talk about what she did and how she um, served others, how she helped others. So it's all part of her transition program as well. That's rad. I love, that's a great setup for you guys. That's, that's so great. When does she start school? Uh, August 22nd. So it's coming up. It's coming up. We're recording this everybody on the 10th. Today was my kid's first day. I just did drop was off. Was it really? Oh my gosh. Here we are. So it's the middle of summer and we're back to school. Wow. Uh, I know. That's early. It is early. It is early. Okay. So Nancy, I think most of our listeners are probably familiar with you, but if you can give us a little background about who you are and then go into that about like a real high level. This is what Gigi's is. Yeah, totally. Okay. okay so I'm Gigi's mom. So we get a little, little chance to meet who, who Gigi is. Gigi is now 20. Um, and when she just turned a year old, we opened 
our first Down Syndrome Achievement Center called Gigi's Playhouse. And we did that just because there was so much negativity surrounding the diagnosis. We didn't know she was going to have Down Syndrome. And it just, um, there was, again, you know all this, there was no congratulations. It was all condolences. And, and I just really wanted to find that positive side and let people start out, whether it's a prenatal diagnosis, wherever they're at, I just wanted them to start out with some positives. So we opened the first Gigi's Playhouse and we provide free therapeutic and educational programming for individuals with Down syndrome, their families, and the entire community. That's really the beauty of it, in my opinion. Um, so we serve everybody from prenatal diagnosis through career skills. So whether it's one-on-one -on -one tutoring and literacy and math, physical therapy-based fitness programs, career skills, social skills, one-on-one -on -one tutoring and literacy and math, speech therapy, whatever it is that that child or that family member needs, we are there for them from, you know, from, from, um, for a lifetime commitment. We are there from the beginning um, all the way through their entire journey. So we started out with the one DG Spouse location. We now have 55 locations across the country Amazing. and in Mexico. Mm -hmm. I know. And now since I was on your show last, we now serve families in 82 countries, which Amazing. is, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, it blows me away when I see what we're able to do. And, and so not only in those 82 countries, but also we're able to serve um, different areas in the U.S. that don't necessarily have a G physical Gigi's Playhouse near them. So mm -hmm. they now can get that one-on-one -on -one tutoring and literacy and math, the fitness forums, all of the different programming through our Gigi's at Home platform. Amazing. So that's okay. Gigi. And everything is yes. free. I guess I should say that too. Yes. No, it's really, it's just absolutely incredible that it's all free and all things that we need. Like it's so necessary. And when we talked in 2020 and still now in 2022, we don't have a Gigi's Playhouse near us. Our closest one is an hour away, which just, just isn't reasonable, you know, like yeah. it needs to be your community. And it still is a dream and hope that somebody listening who lives in Redlands, California will start a Gigi's because it's <laughs> not in my capacity. I've learned myself well enough that I... That's, you know what, though? That's a really important skill to have is to know if, you know, what your capacity is. Because many of us just kind of just flow through and, and just, you know, practically kill ourselves to get to, to do, to go above and beyond. And it's really smart that you know what your capacity. It took some years to figure it I out. Bet I would have, yeah, 10 years ago, I would have been like, I'm doing it. And then I, I would have, yep. yeah, like disappointed people and myself. Long later, I'm, I'm learning. I've learned myself. I'm 40 years old. It comes with age, right? So anyway, <laughs> but it's so, can you talk to us a little bit about how is it free? And then how do you start one? Yeah, um, sure. A little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. The beginning was so crazy. She like ran in from her work. No, it was great. For nuts. Um, so it's free because, you know, for, for me, the reason for doing it all for free was like, first of all, everybody should have access to what their child needs and they shouldn't have to worry about that cost. Yeah. So that was a really big piece for me. And the other piece was I didn't want anyone to have an excuse not to give their child what they needed. It's great. You know, there's mm -hmm. really, you know, if it's out there and it's free, there's no reason you shouldn't be doing it because mm -hmm. they need that extra help. They just do. We know that yeah. our kids do. And this is one way that we could provide that for them. So we really wanted to make sure that everybody had access. And I mean, I have to tell you that every single person told me this model would never work. They said, mm -hmm. you, you cannot give everything away for free that, I mean, most not-for-profits are fee for service membership fees. They're selling that, you know, there's, there's ways that it's funded that way. And, and that's, that's not what Gigi's is. So we're so blessed also to be 99% volunteer run across our entire network, wow. which is just another gift from God. Wow. Like, 
these amazing founders that come in and want to serve their, their community with our free programs. They want to grow their community. And that's kind of the beauty of it is that, like I said before, you know, Gigi's serves individuals with Down syndrome, but it gives the community a place to serve, a place where they can go in and be introduced to somebody that they might not meet in another, at another time. Mm -hmm. You know, they might not be in their school. They not, might not be, you know, Gigi, even, you know, in out here where we live, which is supposedly progressive, you know, Gigi, Gigi was always in a different classroom, a different hallway. You know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah, what yes. the kids with special needs are. And and like, so a lot of times these kids, you know, we're kind of teaching the kids that they don't belong. Yep. We're teaching them that if we put them over, you know, that, so it's really not their fault when you see um, them not knowing how to react with our kids. Absolutely. It's because they've been separated from them. So that's what I love about Gigi's is it, it's a place where anybody can come and learn about Down syndrome or parents can bring their kids if, to volunteer or just to come in and learn, you know, that, that, that is the beauty of Gigi's Playhouse is it, it's just there for the entire community. It, it, it goes so far beyond Down syndrome and just really into our greater message of, of global acceptance for all. Just accept love everybody it. as they are. Yes. And amen to all of that. I'm, and when you're um, looking for a location, it not it a quite like a prerequisite that it's centered to a community, right? Like it needs to be it yes, I mean, ish or not prerequisites, but preferred. Preferred for sure. Yeah. Because well, you know, you want to. We, we really have kind of a formula because we know what's been successful, what works, sure, what yeah. doesn't work, and and it really has to do with not only your demographic, but also the people that are involved. Mm-hmm. You know, are they? You know that that's another huge piece because you have to open something that's sustainable. Yeah. You don't want to open something and take it away. So we have yep. to make sure that it's sustainable so that these families have this resource forever. We have families who won't move unless there's a Gigi's Playhouse mm-hmm. in their area. Yes. We even have volunteers now, like people who volunteer. That That is like kind of a prerequisite. Like, do you guys have a Gigi's here? Because my husband's relocating. We want to make sure there's going to be a Gigi's. Like, what? It's amazing. That's crazy? Yes, yeah. it's, it's amazing. And, and this doesn't just go for, you know, the older adults. We had a... a our, our actual, our Denver location was actually started by a 16 year old who had volunteered at our Raleigh location. And then when her family was moving to Denver, she was like, oh my gosh, I know my connection to the community is Gigi's. So I'll just go to their Gigi's. And she was like, what? You don't have a Gigi's? And she was, she spearheaded that whole thing. And now she's not there anymore. They actually moved again. But again, it was brought together, you know, by such a beautiful mm-hmm. um, connection. You know what I mean? And yeah, she spread yeah. that connection. I mean, that's yeah. our ripple effect. That's that's like the ripple effect of Gigi's. And and we recently had, um, I don't know if you saw this, dignitaries from Qatar, which mm-hmm. is the, the wealthiest country in the world, reach out to us to learn about the Gigi's playoffs model. So they wanted to meet at the New York City location. And of course, and they were only in town for a very short time. And her excellency, I'm like, how do you get a name like Her Excellency? Like, I was like, <laughs> I want to be Her Excellency. So they were just, you know, Her Excellency would be here. We were working with the United Nations. We were working with the embassy. It was like a crazy, crazy thing, Heather. We were going, what? We are so in over our heads over here. But you know what? They want to learn about our model. And, and I think the reason that um, what we're able to show them of how our model works and spreads in the way that it does is because we don't, you know, they've got money. They've got unlimited money. So they can throw money at anything. Mm-hmm. But then, and, and, and any person. So mm-hmm. if you're, you know, they have a child with Down syndrome and then they have a paid person working. Well, those two people are going to do something. 
mm-hmm. but it's going gonna, it's gonna to remain right there. Mm-hmm. There's no acceptance going on. There's no bringing in the community. And when you bring in the community to be invested, you bring in volunteers to mm-hmm. serve because when people serve, they're happier. When mm-hmm. people serve, they spread that happiness out. Yeah. And that's where that ripple effect of acceptance happens. So it was really interesting and really cool to be, um, to be involved in the situation and to show them how that model of acceptance works. Cause it's a country it's, it's, you know, the, the middle East they they, it's a very progressive country, but they got a long way to go when it comes to acceptance, a mm-hmm. long way yeah. to go. So really cool that they um, saw that need and they were kind of starting it in, in with our community. That's so, amazing. It's so exciting. I, I supposedly supposed to go to Qatar. I'm like, well, maybe I'll send my son. We'll see how that one goes. I don't know about <laughs> making Ooh, that I'll right. go. I'll yeah. go. Um, I love that's so, so rad. I love that ripple effect reality. Totally. It's, it's all about the truth. ripple effect. Yeah. And it's in your, you know, it's in, it's not, it doesn't, it goes so far beyond yep. the Down syndrome community. It goes to anybody who helps us, anybody yeah. who meets one of our kids. Yes. Whether yeah. it's an aide, a teacher, a friend, somebody at the store, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Our kids spread something different. Yes. And if we could let people see that beautiful part of, you know, of what Down syndrome is that a lot of people, you know, don't know because they haven't been exposed, mm-hmm. then that's when their ripple effect happens. And it's Absolutely. just, it's, yeah, such a gift from God for sure. So great. And that Juju's Playhouse is that, that place, like a bridge to bring relationship because you have to have relationship yeah. people with Down syndrome, that proximity piece, that relationship piece. We all know those of us who love a person with Down syndrome, it is a game changer. It is a game, game changer. changer. So yeah. that's, I love that. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious. So you started Gigi's Playhouse when Gigi was one. How have the programs changed? Like what have been some of the biggest changes? I'm assuming there's been changes as she's grown. It's grown with her, but then it's also serving the whole community. So what are things like some of the biggest changes from when you started it and what you thought it would be to what it, what it is now in terms of programming and how it serves the community? Totally. People with Down syndrome. Yeah. Gosh, when I think about it at the beginning, oh my gosh, Heather, I had no clue what it was going to be. It started out <laughs> seriously. I was like, we have to have a place. Like they deserve a place in this world. And it's not in a church basement. And it's yeah. not an extra room somewhere. Like how do we put them out there? Like they yeah. have to be out there that that family has to be held up. You know, I remember my first um, support group meeting, my brother was like, don't go. You're the most positive person. I know. I'm like, Joe, I have to go. It's my daughter. I don't know anything. And it was like, I remember being in this, in, in, in this, hospital room they had pushed all these tables against a wall and we were like crammed in there and I was like but it was such a good meeting mm. and so positive but the environment was so not welcoming mm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah it was like and GH had you know open heart surgery like the last place you want to be is in a hospital yeah to be trying to get that positive energy and it was there where I was like gosh imagine if you build a place where they're celebrated where you see nothing but positives about everything they do and that family gets to walk into that they get to bring their neighbors to them to see that celebration, mm-hmm. like that, that positive energy that they just get that, that awesome hug every time you walk in the door. That was kind of what I was looking for and bring that awareness to the community that our kids are so much more than a diagnosis. So at that time it was like, okay, it's, it's, everybody's like, what is it? I'm like, it's a Down syndrome awareness, zone. which, what does that mean? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. what is that? Well, it, my criteria was, you know, you needed to be in an open area, like in a shopping area where people are going to walk by, we were going to put up our kids larger than life. We wanted people to open up dialogue. We wanted parents to walk by, see this, talk to their kids about it and just make it not so scary. 
Make it not something that had to be hidden. It should be in every shop. There's no reason our kids shouldn't be more welcome everywhere they are and they shouldn't be put in a different spot. So that was like a main big piece for us. So we started Downsdale Awareness Center. I knew we were gonna, we wanted it to be a place where they were gonna be kind of the leaders and not the followers, you know, so that they were gonna be in a dance class. They would be able to do whatever it was. And I wasn't really sure what it was gonna look like. And it, we, you know, I didn't even know who was gonna be at the opening. Like I knew, yeah. you know what I mean? Like my neighbors yeah. would come, my mom would come, but there was over a thousand people at that opening. Wow. And I know, believe me, no one was more surprised than me. <laughs> we were literally there until four in the morning painting it, getting it ready. And people were lining up the next morning to come in. Incredible. Like We didn't even like, okay, well, we struck a chord here. Yes. There is what my heart was feeling. Many people's hearts was feeling and that. Then it was like, okay, now what do we do from here? How do we grow this? And that's when I started, you know, again, because Jeej was, had just turned a year. So, okay. I knew what I needed that first year. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about right. what she's going to need after that. And all these amazing moms started to come together. And I remember in 2003, like we had computers and stuff, but we didn't all have our own, our own printers and our, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we used to have to go to Kinko's to do all that stuff. And that's yeah. like 20 years ago. Yeah. It was like, I'm like, imagine if we have this place where there's like the copy machine is there, all the, uh, everything that they need to start, make a dream come true for their child. We can make happen here. So one mom came in. And, and she's still around to this day. She, she created her literacy program. Amazing. And then another mom came in and was like, oh my gosh, you know, when my daughter was born, I thought I would never run another 5k. Let's, and she started our very first 5k and, you know, 20 years ago, and then everything came from a need. So mm-hmm. we, we grew from being this down to awareness center. Cause I, I honestly didn't know what else to do, but bring awareness to the most incredible group of people that I knew. Yeah. And, I knew, you know, and I'd been in advertising, like what better people to advertise and market for than the, the most amazing people in the world. <laughs> and they just don't, didn't have that voice. They didn't have that platform. So it kind of evolved into like a learning center, yeah. you know, and, and then now we call it an achievement center because there's so much achievement that goes on there and educate, inspire, believe is our tagline because believe that you can do, set out to do anything that you accomplish, that any, you can accomplish anything that you want to. Yeah. And we just put no limitations on anybody. And we yep. try the number one thing that we do at Gigi's. And I think is the most important thing is that we empower people. Yes. It's so good. We, we empower the individuals with Down syndrome. We empower their families. Mm-hmm. We empower our volunteers mm-hmm. who come in, you know, they come in thinking, I don't really have much skills to do that. And you change a life. Mm-hmm. Like that is huge. They're empowered and they realize the potential that they have within them, which is yeah. such a big piece. We empower our donors. Our donors are giving because they're good people. But then when they really see that they are literally changing the world, now we're into 82 countries. Like it's, it's really, it's just all about empowerment, all about um, just being the best you can be every single day and always striving to do a little bit better. Yes. Helping parents do that. Cause it's hard. We get beat up as parents. You know that yeah. like, mm-hmm. well, get knocked down constantly. And yeah. it's just a great place to be brought back up and know that, you know what, we got your back. If you need extra help in whatever it is, in the tutoring in, in literacy and math and speech and um, physical fitness. I mean, so many parents, even, you know, our diagnosis, our kids have low muscle tone. Mm-hmm. We must make them wor- work out every single day of their life, whether mm-hmm. it's a 30 minute walk, like Jeech said, and my 10,000 steps. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You get 10,000 steps every day. 
to, yeah. fun, to, to be able to keep up in this world, mm-hmm. you know? And she yeah. loves that. She's empowered by that. Right. And she knows that her muscles work different and that she has to work harder. And that's, you know, that's just part of life. Everybody has something. She has yeah. that, you know? Yeah. 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 It's so good. I love that. Like you were saying, parent, as parents, we know what it's like to get knocked down. And we talk a lot about like assuming competence and how I feel as a parent, my oldest with Down syndrome is 14. And then I have an eight-year-old with Down syndrome too. But all I want is for my kid to walk into a space and be seen as, as able and, and good, right? Like the, it's not a lot. I'm not asking nope. for a lot, but the reality no. is that is exists in very few spaces. It's right. People don't spaces. understand that either. Heather. Yeah. People, people think like, oh, the world's changed so much. It's so welcome. It's so good. I'm like, hmm. Oh, yeah. I think you're, yeah, I think you need to, to walk in my shoes for a couple of days. I, yeah. like, I look at Gigi where she can go and speak in front of thousands of people or sing the national anthem at the Cubs game. Yeah. And yet we could be walking into a store and people still laugh point, you know, kids are staring at her. I'm like, what Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. So it's just so sweet that um, and needed still. Yeah. We, so much progress has been made. I mean, you've seen so much in the last 20 years, but that root of like the progress is good. And I'm grateful that kids aren't being with Down syndrome being institutionalized. Like, uh, thanks for that. Like, I'm grateful for so many things that are happening, but what I want is that core foundational piece of you have Down syndrome and you can, you have Down syndrome. You are good. Yes. Let's just do that. You know, like I see you as human and I want you in my life. That's all I want. That's all I want, One. right? That foundation. So yes, I'm 100%. grateful. Yeah, Gigi's Playhouse is is that. It's a place you can go in. My husband and I talk about shoulders up and shoulder down places. And yes. in, most, in most places we enter spaces, it's like shoulders are up. Like you're yeah. highly aware of how your child is and how everyone is around them. And then there's those shoulders down. And Gigi yeah. Playhouse, like you walk in the door and it is shoulders down. Relax. Yes. 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 That's yes. exactly what it is. so funny you say that because so many times it's so hard for like remember the beginning like with a new parent or a pregnant mom when they come in or that you know they just had the baby or you know maybe the baby's six or seven months old and they're afraid to walk in for that first time Mm -hmm. they're just afraid they're afraid of that new life you know accepting a 24 7 magnet and then when they do they're like oh my god why didn't i come sooner like why didn't why didn't i get like why didn't i know Mm -hmm that it's shoulders down. Why did I know I was gonna be protected and held the minute I walk in there that 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 I belonged, that my whole family belongs, yeah. you know? And you feel that, you yeah. literally feel that. So it's it's such a, um, yeah, it's, it's such a blessing. It, and it's so much more than I ever, I'm so grateful when I go to a location and I'm like, thank you God that you put this human being on that is now doing this in Sacramento or in Denver or Las Vegas or wherever. Mm-hmm. And, and they're bringing in their entire community. Yeah. I mean, because it's just that ripple effect, Heather, without the ripple effect, we could, we could do whatever we do, but if other people are, are, aren't out there preaching it, like, you know, like you do with the podcast, getting yeah. it out there, yeah. if we're not getting it out there. We're not, we're not moving that needle. We right. kind of move this needle and it, it just pisses me off. I, I still can't believe and again, you know, like we talked before was before COVID, right before COVID. Yeah. And and I just feel like we almost were knocked down more during COVID. For sure. And then, um, you know, other things have emerged and opened up and become so much more accepting. 
but we didn't really move there. We actually, I feel like we almost got knocked down a little bit and just became a little irrelevant. And it was kind of like, I, I, I felt like I lost a voice because, because I couldn't say that, they, you know, I couldn't even use taglines I had been using because they were offensive to other people. It was just, I just felt like we took, I, I'm, I'm still like trying to get my way back up and feel comfortable. Like I haven't been comfortable on my social media for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't been comfortable. And you know what? I literally just started thinking about it recently. Like, and I guess I think that Gigi did it for me last week. And letting me know again that it's okay for me to get my voice back because I, mm. I lost my voice just in all of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I was scared to get, I was afraid to get attacked by people for saying anything or, you know, sticking up for a population of people that needed us. And then last week, Gigi sang the national anthem at the Cubs game. Mm. And then she was invited on to Fox news and it was supposed to be for, um, for her to sing. And then there was a production thing and they said, you know what, we're, we're, um, we'd like to do a live interview with her. And um, I was like, all right, is she going to get, backlash because you know there's sure. different and 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 I thought you know what they're the only national group that's asking her she's going she mm-hmm. is going and I have to tell you I was so beyond proud first of all the interview that she did live because that is very hard yes but I was even more proud in the fact that I I truly believe in my heart that she was put here and I said this before she was born and before I knew she had Down syndrome that the child I was carrying was, 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 a, was a, a world was going to change the world. And there she went, she went on, she went on and she did an amazing job. And do you know, not one person. And I'm telling you, this was shared all over the place mm-hmm. yeah, I this saw went it. everywhere. <laughs> and there wasn't one political comment. There wasn't one thing about the national anthem. There wasn't one thing that it was on Fox. She just brought everybody together on common ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to remember that, 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 that to me was so big and I still haven't even, I haven't even talked about it. Like you're the first person, like I haven't figured out how to, how to, how to thank people mm. for that, that grace. That's a place our world hasn't been in three yeah. years. Like yeah. it hasn't been there. You can't, you know, everybody gets attacked for everything. I mean, and this, this was the national anthem, which is just something she loves since she was five, mm-hmm. but is controversial. Mm-hmm. And then, and then who picks it up on Fox news, which is controversial, mm-hmm. you know, in its own yeah. right, you know, and, yeah. and nobody, and even my friends are like, I never watched Fox news, but I watched it that morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it was, it was like, nobody said a word. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Like, it's a reminder. Yeah. It's that's, like that's, that. Yeah. It's that they, reminder to, I mean, I'm hearing your emotion in that and it's really raw. Like you said, you haven't even talked about this. It's so raw. I'm grateful for you sharing. And I think it is that it's like that thing about our loved ones who have down syndrome. It's not like this magic or this special. It's that it's like the thing. Surely yes. there's a better word, right? But, but Gigi has a thing about her that yes. is in that extra chromosome that oh, makes it so there, she gets it. I feel like my kids with Down syndrome, people I love with Down syndrome, they get it. Totally. They get it when it comes to 
knowing how to be themselves and see others no matter what and say, yes. Hey, I want to know more about you just like you are. And that's, it, I yes. think that's what we all want in our core. And so, yes. so when she's on the stage or she's in these doing these things that maybe someone else, it's more controversial. I think it's because like, if it was me, there's still a part of me that's like a little bit judgmental and a little bit trying to prove myself and a little bit trying right. to impress you, you know? Right. And I right. just don't think a lot of people with Down syndrome have that layer No. that I find so welcoming and I wish there was more, I wish I could more be more like of, that. Yeah. Right? right. Does that 100%, resonate? 100%. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I don't like to use the word innocence cause it's not, she's sure. very smart, like witty and like, it's, it's not, a, it's innocence. Isn't the word it's, it's, I guess it's that lack of judgment. It's that selflessness mm -hmm. that is her mm -hmm. that allows people to see past even what, what, whatever their thoughts are, their sides are, whatever, and, and just see into her, again, her selflessness, her yeah. message, because I, I do believe, I mean, I, I think I told you guys last time when, when, um, when I was pregnant or I didn't know I was pregnant and I was my husband, I was at an, um, an event with my husband and two of his biggest clients. And I went off on this guy, like you wouldn't believe, cause he was using the R word to that. And like, he, I was like, I don't know what makes you think you can talk like that in front of me, but you can't. Mm -hmm. And I think it's disgusting. You know? And he was like, Oh my, I'm, he goes, I'm sorry. You know, my dad was a, a cop and they used to do blah, blah, blah. like, he tried to just, I was like, sorry, we got in the car. My husband's like, are you kidding me? Like that's her biggest, like, it was bad, 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 bad. Like of all people do it. Then the next day I did it to one of my nieces. I was like, I don't, you, I don't know who you think you are that you can act like. And I'm like, I was on this moral high horse and I had no idea what was there. None. Mm, I had yeah. no, no, yeah. like wh who did I think I was? And then literally like a week later is when I found that I was. And I remember I was like, told my husband, I'm like, oh my God, this baby is going to be a, like a world leader or the president a game changer. This kid already has a voice and is giving me a voice. Whoa. Be yes. Isn't that nuts? Yes. That, it gives me chills. I know. And then I look at her today and it's so true, but I just, I, and, and at the time, actually when she was born, I didn't remember that that had happened. You know what I mean? I didn't remember. Yes. And it just that, you know, you're all in that other crazy place. You don't know where you are. I didn't remember that piece, but also the day before she was born, I had to go in because it was a C-section. I had to go and get um, blood tests. And when I went for the blood test, I was leaving and there was this little kid there who had special needs. And when I walked, I saw him look at me and he goes, <gasps> no way. And looked at me and he's like, <gasps> and I remember in that moment, I was like, oh my God, because he had special needs. And I always, I, I felt like people with special needs have this beautiful sixth sense. I'm like, yeah. did I just lose my baby? Like I was thinking, oh wow, did she die? And he sees her leaving me. I don't know why I thought that, but that's where Whoa, I have, you know, yeah. just, I'm, I'm like the most paranoid person. And also just, I worry about everything. So I was like, right away, like feeling my stuff. I'm like, okay, no, the baby's fine. And here's this kid just staring at me. Like I just have ever, like always oh, in total excitement and awe. And then here she's born the next day. So isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Like, it is. So it sounds super crazy. wild. And also not, I'm not, doesn't feel surprising. Like, yes, right? this is. And this, so that happening last week and her making me, her kind of giving me permission to get my voice back again. Oh my gosh. It's because it's, you know, when you're stifled like that and, and so many people had so many different views and I, I get everybody I'm, I, you know, sure. like I understand it, 
I just, you know, people tell you, you had to take a stand on this or you had to take a stand on that or you have to do this, you have to do that. Like, no matter what you do, you're hurting somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and it was just, it made me feel like, just just go crawl in a hole. Yeah, like, yeah. and then gonna, it becomes, you know, as someone this. with a platform, because I felt that a little bit, I I can relate to a lot of what you're saying. Then it also becomes like, there's like, people around you, there's like this agenda behind it, which feels so disingenuous to what we have been doing. But then if you become inundated with that, where it's like, okay, say this, so that say, don't say this because of this. You're like, wait a second, can I be true to who I am? And also in that, and I think my kids with Down syndrome, again, people I love with Down syndrome taught me this, like, we're going to say the wrong thing and hurt people. And then we can say sorry and grow. Right. And, and then hopefully be forgiven and move forward and get better and say, I didn't know this because how, because I didn't know this. I'm so sorry. I never meant to hurt you. Help me do better. Right. And I think that I'm hoping that we're moving more in that direction too. As that direction and and out of cancel culture. Yeah. Where, you know what I mean? We're just, no, you can't come back, you know? I mean, I can't, yeah. Anything like pro-life, pro this, pro-choice. I'm like, I am pro-down syndrome and that is the only pro I am. Like I'm just pro. Yeah. Like down syndrome is my thing. I am not taking any other stand anywhere else. Like I just need to be able to be who I am and be true yeah. to that and be true to Gigi and be true to Gigi's. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah, it was such a, you know, and it was just tough. So she gave, you know, she kind of has pulled me back up as she did when she was born, you know, and like, yes. okay, mom, get out there and fight for me. And, and I am ready full force to go back in. And just literally this morning when I was working out, it was like in my head, I was back to, you know, making the dreams and making the plans and all the stuff that, yeah. that I want to do and finish doing. Cause I wasn't done. I just yes. got, you know, and, um, so yeah, she kind of, she really last week was a, was really a game changer. I, wow. Again, I still haven't figured out how to articulate what she did. Like, you know, I haven't figured that piece out yet, but I, cause I wanted to write about it and I wanted to thank people for being so amazing mm-hmm. and for coming together. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen people come together ever. Just mm-hmm. people just aren't coming. So it was so beautiful. It was like, it was like healing. It was like, yes. I was finally seeing, seeing healing in our country yes. or in our world. You know, it just, yeah. it was, and, and again, it's still something I need to properly articulate. Cause I haven't even talked about it. You know, you're yeah. it just is wow. something that that happened. And, and I just, I, I'm so grateful again to her. Cause she, she does is I know, you know, they teach us every day. They yeah. teach us every single day. I learn something from her. I see her. I want to be her. I want, I want to be her calm. Yeah. I would love to be her calm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I do. Yeah. Just her, her open, her, 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 everything, her empathy, her compassion, her wit. She is yeah. so funny and just so awesome. I just, I learn from her every day. Yeah, it's beautiful, Nancy. It's I feel so grateful that you were that you processed through that here with, with oh, me and with our audience. I, I know like I'm sorry, I, it was a, I'm no, like, I, it just no, it's been I think it's, it's new, it's raw, yes. and it's it's what they give us. It's uh, yes, it's totally what they give us. And I'm hearing like as you tell your story, and I hope you listen back to this episode, like what I'm hearing is this moment, the a full circle, like this moment when you use your voice, you were pregnant, didn't even know it, and she had a voice for you. And here you are back here. And of course in life, we're going to get derailed and we're going to lose ourselves. And what, like, how do we share with the world? One of the greatest things that our friends with Down syndrome, our loved ones with Down syndrome can give us is this centering, this tethering, right? Like 
we're going to go off track and we're going to lose ourselves. And it is hard when you've lost yourself. And guess what brings me back? The truth that my kid with Down syndrome shows me about my humanity and theirs and yours, right? 100%. Yeah. Yes. So I am, I am excited for you on that you're hearing your journey and that's I know. really I'm, I'm, so good, it, Nancy. It's been like, oh, thank you, God, that, I, you know, it's just, it's been like so, such a long, for everybody, you know, all yes. this has been a lot and so many, I mean, I, I, and believe me, there have been so many silver linings from COVID for us, which was good because I had to bury myself in the work. Sure. So, so it was, you know, we had so many COVID silver linings, but so that other piece I almost just buried it in work, you sure. know, like that, yeah. that stifling. And um, so it didn't knock me down from growing Gigi's. We grew immensely during COVID. Um, it just knocked me down from having my voice. Yep. Yeah. Which was the thing that started it to begin with. So it's the back, you guys, Nancy's back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we're all back. <laughs> um, but with that, you were saying, even this morning, you were thinking about like the future before we wrap up here. What are some, what are some of the things that you have planned right now for Oh for GDs and like the, the immediate future, like this is happening. And then yeah. dreams, big dreams. Totally. Well, the, the, something that's happening right now is our virtual. So we have our virtual education platform, mm -hmm. which is GGs at home. So, which is amazing. And families are, we're 82 countries are using that and here in the U S too, but we are actually now building a virtual interactive playhouse. So families are going to have a community right now. It's, it's, it's an educational platform. They meet each other when they're in the programs together. And I'm telling you some of the most amazing friendships happen that way, but this other way we're going to be providing them a virtual community and an interactive community. So I'm really, really, really excited about that. Oh. Um, I know so excited. And we're actually going to be, this year, we're going to be able to hopefully launch the whole virtual interactive uh, playhouse by the end of the year. And then ne next year, we'll really be adding some virtual reality, augmented reality. I, you know, like when you and I were talking about um, about our kids, and, and I won't even get it, it's going to be too long, but it's, it's stuff with virtual reality and augmented reality that I, I really feel like we can help people understand Down syndrome more. We can help people feel like they're actually embraced in a community, even if they're living alone in a different country. So I'm very excited about our virtual um, education platform. That's really awesome. And then Gigi is singing the national anthem again at a country concert uh, opening up for Chris Jansen and Michael Ray. Oh my so, God. I know. How cool yes. is that? So, that's, so cool. Yeah, that's really um, something I'm looking forward to. Again, like I said, she, you know, for our kids, what people don't understand is is how hard singing is. Between yes. all the muscles in your mouth, between building your mm -hmm. core, keeping that core strong so you can really get that out, articulating all those words. It's a big feat. So she learned, you know, she can memorize anything. Her brain, or her, she's, she, she captures things, you know, photographic memory. So she was able to memorize those words when she was like four. But wow. being able to properly articulate mm -hmm. that song and then getting it all has taken her years, mm -hmm. years to hone her skill. And she's still doing it every day. You know, you can every year she gets a little better, a little better. This year, she really she went to six day a week workouts and like what a difference it made in her being able to project her voice. Mm -hmm. She's going to continue to keep doing that. And um, and that that's what she loves. And she loves that national anthem. She's adding more songs to that. But yeah, so she's open. She's singing the national anthem at this country concert with these guys. So that's really, really exciting because that's her making her dreams come true. She wants she wants to open up for Blake Shelton. That's her dream. Yes. All right, Blake. Sing the national anthem for Blake. So, okay. so she's like getting there little piece by piece. So she'll get there. She's she, she puts it out there and makes it happen. I love it. Oh, it's so, so good. Okay. 
as we wrap up, I want, if you can tell our listeners how to get plugged in and especially to this virtual thing that the new platform that you're launching, how do we, how do we get involved in that? Yeah. Just go to ggsplayouts.org and then click on GG's at home. Okay. It's, just, it's our virtual platform. And then you'll get introduced through there. And as I said, the virtual, edu- the, the virtual playhouse will be opening by the end of the year, which is a big, huge community based. It's going to be really, really cool, really high tech and really awesome. But this Gigi's at home is a great platform. You meet tons of people, your kids meet people. They get to know each other through the programs. Cool. You do the one-on-one tutoring and literacy and math. You can do the speech therapy. So there's so many things that are, and we do that all through teams. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of training, but there's also a lot of security. We built our own LMS, which is a learning management system this year through actually last year through COVID. And, um, and so all of our programs and everything is safe and secure through many different layers of protection. Um, but Gigi's at home has, will have them in the right environment and learning right off the bat. Very cool. And then you, the main website is where you would find a local playhouse as well and find information yeah. on volunteering and starting totally. your own playhouse and all of it's right there. Yep. Everything is Very right cool. there. Very cool. Well, Nancy and Gigi, who went on to do, to live her life today. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing for, with Gigi's Playhouse, for our community, um, for sharing your heart today and for oh. coming on the podcast. We really Thanks, appreciate Heather. your time. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're so awesome. And congrats on your book, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. That everyone, so everyone belongs. Awesome. I know I have to make sure I have, I have to see if we have it at the Playhouses. I don't even know yet. So going to be looking into that. That's so cool. So, so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Before you go, I have to tell you a quick story. Yeah. We, we are doing this project called this is down syndrome and we're capturing stories about people with down syndrome and those who love them, mostly through the perspective of those who love someone with down syndrome. And then we're archiving them and doing beautiful photography. So we did this tour this summer. My family did, we did five cities. One was new Orleans during the convention. And we were looking for a place to host the photo shoot and the Gigi's playhouse in Orleans hosted the photo shoot. So then we were then we were using their um, database to find families who wanted to participate in it. Totally. And the playhouse there is amazing. They're amazing everywhere, right? So good. Yeah. But this family we reached out to, the mom was pregnant with her fourth kid in utero Down syndrome diagnosis. And the 10 days before our photo shoot, so she's already plugged into Gigi's. Yeah. She has a C-section. And then 10 days later, comes to the playhouse for the first time with her 10-day-old baby. Oh. Oh, you even awesome. so that idea right? I was like like you that like walking through the door you know and she's it's all she's got he's the youngest of four her oldest is eight oh, he's this ten old baby and I got to hold him and I just was oh. like proud of them for coming so soon right, right. like it's that, they're yes. in they're we connected have, yes awesome yes it's crazy yes. we have like prenatal diagnosis that come in and like they'll sit yes. through an LMNOP which is that language music in our peeps program they want to see, they want, they, they want to jump in because, because it's positive. Yes. But you know what, this is, and they want to be prepared and we can give them all the tools that they need. Oh, that is so sweet. Cool. Yes. I'm like, good for you family. And all the feelings you're feeling are okay. Right. Like (laughs) like, feel what you need to feel. (laughs) Yes. We were all there. I think I've all been there. I cry with every new baby because I remember my only cry time when Gigi was born was in the shower because I had two other kids. Like I couldn't let them see me cry. Like, why, why would you cry about our sister? You know what I mean? Like, we know we had those times though. I mean, it it was, you know, we were scared. 
We just scared of what you what don't know. Yes, yes, for sure. For sure. Anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. Oh, that's so cool. Our sweet moment at Gigi's Playhouse, yes. New Orleans. Yes. Yay. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Nancy, you're the best. Any way we can ever do things for you, let me know. Thanks, Heather. Yes. Good to see you. You too. Talk okay. to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. But before we close up this episode, we're going to come back in a minute and hear about some good news and what we're celebrating in our loved ones with Down Syndrome's life. I have a new children's book. It is called Everyone Belongs, and it is a story about two sisters who create a show and other people wonder, can they be a part of the show? And together they create a show where, you guessed it, everyone belongs. So it is available right this very moment, and you can go anywhere you order books if you're excited to bring into your kid's life a book that teaches them that, in fact, everyone belongs and you want that book in your kids' classrooms and all the spaces, go ahead and order today. You can also go to heatheravis.com slash everyone belongs to learn more. I'm so grateful for this conversation with Gigi. It was great to get to see her and hear from her for a minute. And then with Nancy and all that she's doing, she's such a good energy in this world. We got to hear so much good news about what Gigi's doing with her singing. I'm so thankful to get to hear that. And we celebrate that. I also have some good news from a listener. This is from Kelly.Gadzinski, who says our 10 month old little man started rolling like crazy last week. Yes, it is such good news. I can remember so clearly when my kids with Down syndrome started like crawling, pulling to stand, rolling, scooting, all of those fine motor milestones. <laughs> I was going to say achievements, but milestones. So Thank you so much, Kelly.Gadzinski, for sharing that about your 10-month-old son. We are celebrating with you. And thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you to Nancy and Gigi. We appreciate your time and all that you're doing for our community. Everything mentioned today in the podcast, we will have a link for in our show notes. So you can go there to learn more about anything that you heard today. And time to wrap it up. Josh Avis, thank you for editing this episode. Val Schleter for producing it. Friends, if you liked this episode, I'm sure you did, um, share it with, with a friend or family member today or an educator or someone in the community who you're like, they would be great at starting a Gigi's Playhouse. Someone in Redlands, please start one. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the luckyfewpodcast.com for show notes and all the things we talked about today. Follow us on social media at the Lucky Few Pod. If you have good news, that's a great place to go and share that. You can DM us your good news. You can leave it in a comment. You can just keep up with all the fun things happening on the account. If you're not following us on social, it's a really fun follow, friends. So I hope that you head over there, the Lucky Few Pod. And listener, hey, listener, whoever you are, parent, educator, sibling, person with Down syndrome, employer, you are slaying it. We love you so much. We're cheering you on, and we can't wait to be together another episode next week. So we will be together then. Bye.